For the last several weeks, we have been talking about concerns involving Sangamon County Animal Control. Concerns being brought forward by workers at the facility as well as by the uh, various volunteer organizations in the area that have worked closely with animal control for the uh, welfare and protection of animals. And uh, several of those groups have uh, gone public with their concerns. And today, uh, another one is doing so. The Illinois Humane Society echoing some of the things we've already heard from groups like the Friends of Sangamon County Animal Control and Meowmobile and Wild Canine Rescue. Jane McBride is here with the Illinois Humane Society uh, to um, talk more about a situation that, uh, Jane, does not seem to be getting any better, and indeed there are new troubling signs today. Uh, so so take us back, uh, just walk us through from the Illinois Humane Society's perspective. What do you see as the, the big issues, the big concerns you have at this moment at Sangamon County Animal Control? Yes, good afternoon, Jim. Thank you. Um, my concerns, our concerns right now are that we seem to have a big disconnect between staff and management. We are continuing to get requests for assistance from staff. We have mobilized to do so, and then we have been prohibited from doing so by management once we're in uh, in action. And we're also not being allowed to provide assistance. Um, so there were three incidences along this line. Let, let, uh, let me stop you for one quick second, if I could, because I, I want to have you put this in perspective for people as to what the, the typical role has traditionally been for groups like Illinois Humane or Friends of Sangamon County Animal Control, the other groups we mentioned here. What generally is your role in terms of your direct involvement with animals who are being kept at the shelter? Because they obviously have a, a paid staff on hand to care for those animals, but these volunteer groups have also come in. So explain, if you would, what the role has traditionally been. Sure. For the last couple of years, um, because of the uh, lack of budget for veterinary care and the need for additional veterinary care, uh, there's been four groups who have responded uh, when these animals have needed veterinary care, particularly critical care. And we've got to kind of divide it up. But um, Gail um, uh, O'Neill directed Greg uh, Largent to accept this help, and it has evolved to where the staff themselves can reach out uh, when there is an animal in need to the groups. Um, we do have it kind of divided up. We generally provide response to the field services, which is the animal control officers, uh, Illinois Humane does, but we step in wherever there's a need. And so if somebody doesn't have the budget or somebody can't get into the vet quick enough, we step in and we coordinate that amongst ourselves. So once we get a call for assistance from uh, the staff members or a determination has been made between the volunteers and the staff that an animal needs assistance, um, then uh, there's communication amongst the groups, and we respond uh, as we all are capable of doing so. Now, uh, and, and so what you said is that you have in recent days been contacted by staff to provide that sort of assistance, but then found that management was preventing you from doing so. Uh, walk me through one of these situations here and, and just explain what happened after you were contacted. Sure. On uh, Tuesday of last week, uh, which was the day after the, um, I, I guess the day after the uh, inspection by the Department of Ag, um, we received um, uh, 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 communication uh, that there was a cat by the name of Journey that needed assistance and, in fact, needed to be um, ideally removed um, for veterinary care and uh, recovery. 
Uh, and so um, through, through the network there, um, I indicated we could respond. Uh, it was communicated to the staff member that it would be Illinois Humane, and we were told to come on quickly. So we did. I did. I responded. And once I got there, uh, this staff member, unfortunately, was not there, and um, I was prohibited from taking from taking the cat by um, Greg Largent and Gail O'Neill. Now, yeah. th- this actually led to, uh, there was a- an exchange of emails back and forth about what happened there, and th- this involved you and your interactions with Gail O'Neill, the Director of Public Health, uh, and who has oversight over, over animal control. So I- explain it from your perspective, what what happened there, and you know what what is the current status, I guess, of Illinois Humane and its relationship with animal control? Sure. So... Um, yes, I mean, I delved in. I was I asked to talk to the veterinarian about this particular animal, and I was given, you know, the reasoning um, as to why they were not going to release it. And I, I took a deep dive into that and communicated with the county and the city the next day on the particulars of that, um, and you know, and suggested that uh, we could certainly provide better care and that the medications were in question as to what they were using. Um, I also came to know at that point that there was another kitten that was ill. And so I, again, renewed my request um, to um, pull Journey and pull this kitten. Then on Friday, we had another interaction um, wherein um, it was actually Mayamobile who uh, was facilitating getting a cat to the vet. Uh, with the um, uh, cooperation and and blessing of the two kennel people. And as we were providing that vet care, we received a demand to return the cat. Um, And we were helping with the vet care in that response. The cat was not in very good shape. We provided a certain amount of information and provided the records on the animal um, ultimately. But at that point, because we were having all this confusion, I alerted the county that this kind of confusion was not beneficial to providing proper care and getting the vet records where they needed to be. Um, And so I put out an alert to them and and communicated with them over the weekend that uh, if this kept up, we could not continue to provide care. Now, Jim, we've provided tens of thousands of dollars worth of care, uh, very, very beneficial to the animals uh, of Sangamon County. We are an incredible safety net and have, uh, you know, really operated in good faith. Um, and then, and, and all that email exchange was made known to everybody, so both city county officials. And then um, I come to learn on Tuesday that the kitten that we had requested had passed away, uh, had died. Um, and um, it was, it, that kitten came in healthy, um, and 15 days later, uh, and that facility was dead, and it, it did not look good on Monday. Is, is this um, part of the same outbreak of respiratory illness that has killed, I mean, we, we had a count of uh, upwards of 17 or so, but you've actually told me you think the number is considerably higher of the cats that have died in this respiratory illness outbreak? Absolutely, and these are animals that have come out of Salmon County that are in the midst of, you know, the rescues are trying to help or that have died there, but it's well over 30, Jim. I've quit counting, to be honest with you, um, but it's, it's well over 30. Um, and, and the other issue I had with that is, with that kitten, is it, it was in K1, which was the kennel in which the kitty was that we had on TV that um, had the, the very severe distemper. 
the problem with this distemper is you you treat distemper not unlike um, not unlike the upper respiratory. You throw the same drugs, and some of these drugs are pretty high powered, but you have to do a balancing act versus the side effects versus the efficacy of the drug. But you throw these same kind of drugs at them in the hope that they can overcome the distemper. What we're seeing, usually we lose kittens in a situation like that, but what we're seeing is we're losing adults. So what happened with Destin was not, um, was not uh, unfortunately, Destin is the, the kitty that was in such bad shape that was on TV, and we had to put him down that night. And we tested and found he had distemper. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate, but we're all experiencing that the adults are not making it either. Now, in the midst of all this, we're talking with uh, Jane McBride, Illinois Humane Society. In the midst of all this, you've been informed that Illinois Humane Society is now the subject of a complaint and an investigation that's been opened by the Illinois Department of Agriculture. What's going on there? What's the nature of that inquiry, uh, and how does it relate to all of this? Well, Jim, um, usually we don't talk about it as in detail, but I, I want sunshine on this whole thing, absolute sunshine. So, yes, this morning I was uh, uh, called, I was contacted by the Department of Ag. Um, there has been a complaint filed against us. Um, it has come from Greg Large in Sangamon County. And it now, is now can, I, can I ask you, how, how do you know that for sure? Because we did ask about this, contact Department of Agriculture. They told us they couldn't say anything about an ongoing investigation or how it originated. What's, what's the um, uh, information you have that tells you it was originated from Greg Large and the Director of Animal Control? Because um, it was, and, and this is out of the ordinary, and I wouldn't normally do this, but... Um, it, it came, I did ask the source and the nature of the complaint, and I was told I um, what it was. Um, because, and, and the nature of the complaint could only come from there, but I was, I was given that information. Okay. The nature of the complaint concerns these animals that we have pulled out of there, and um, in particular the cat Destin they're questioning. They're, they're, they're questioning our care of Destin. Um, and, and, okay, so, so where would the motivation be on this? And I, I've spoken to some additional people to try to understand the motivation, but A, it's, you know, it's retaliatory, but B, they're trying to besmirch us, our care of these cats, because they refused us the care of the cats last week and this week, last week, all right? So I, I believe they're trying to justify the fact that management interfered with the transfer of these cats for care uh, to us because they're trying to besmirch us on the care of the cats we have taken out so far. Yep. Jim, this has reached new heights, and it's appalling, and it's going to get in the way of the nonprofits being able to provide care for these cats and for the animals. We it's, understand it's, that as of today uh, that Sangamon County Animal Control is not uh, allowing any adoptions of cats out of its facility. That people could go to animal control and, and adopt a cat to take home with them, and they're not allowing that to happen right now. We don't have any information as to why that uh, change has been put in place or how long it's expected to last. Do you have any information on that? Well, the information I have is that um, they have they have shut down everything um, as far as the cats are concerned. I hope they have stopped intake. They they said they did, and they were still taking in some kittens. Um, they have locked down the area where the cats are. Um, 
So I, my understanding is that the volunteers are excluded from there. I do understand that staff that has had to deal with that is very emotional. Those cats are sick and dying in, in that J&K um, and that they're not adopting out animals. Now, this would all make sense in shelter world that you have a disease outbreak, you lock down. All right. You just lock down. They're very late in doing that. Um, but that's not unusual. The other thing is if you know you've got healthy cats, you could potentially transfer them. Uh, to another agency, we're certainly able to do that, and they can um, assure the health of those cats. I mean, that's, they, they could do that, since we're all aware of what that is. So we don't have to absolutely kill every healthy cat in there. Um, but again, that would, you know, require us to be in good faith, um, good faith uh, relations, and that we're all working together. And um, uh, boy. So at, at this moment, what is the status of the Illinois Humane Society's relationship with Sangamon County Animal Control? Or have you simply severed ties with them for now? Is it still up in the air? What, where do things stand? Well, I have communicated to them. I don't want to pull out. I don't want to pull out. But I also communicated to Brian McFadden today when I asked him about this complaint, which he didn't know anything about. He knew nothing about it. Um, I, I told him. This kind of this kind of action on the part of your management, we can't work with. I mean, we couldn't work with you know them. The start and stop of providing assistance uh, that was displayed last week and a total disconnect. Uh, you know, it doesn't appear that management and staff are talking to each other. I mean, I, I queried that again today. Are they even talking to each other? And I was told it's it's functioning as usually. They don't see much of Greg, and they're just functioning along. But you know, nonetheless. And I, I, I brought all this to Gail O'Neill's attention, and she told me, well, we got to get some procedures in place. Uh, and definitely that's the case. But, boy, you know, I mean, this, this is – we've been functioning along for a long time. So right now I have told Brian, um, you do this kind of thing, I, you know, how, how can we? How can we? We can't mess up with – you know, we, we can't have this kind of confusion when we're trying to work through – Transfer of custody and veterinary care. The vet, vets can't stand to not have a clear understanding of who the client is, you know, who's taking care of the patient, and, and we can't stand a function like that. Either. And uh, one quick update. We've just gotten uh, word from the county in response to an inquiry that, uh, indeed, animal control has halted adoptions of cats out of the facility until November 6th. It says, says this was done in consultation with the veterinarians and was done to prevent potentially adopting out sick cats. So there remain ongoing concerns about uh, the, the health of cats inside the facility. And so they have uh, opted to halt uh, adopting cats out at this point. Uh, I guess, again, in a bid to try to get this all under control. Still uh, an ongoing and troubling situation. Jane McBride with the Illinois Humane Society, we appreciate your time this afternoon. Please keep us posted on uh, new developments here as they happen. You bet. Thank you so much, Jim.